0: Snap Production. Yay.
1: to Darling Shine, a podcast by myself, Elodie Pullen, and me, Chloe Fisher, a place where we ground womanhood's unspoken experiences from grief to fertility and everything in between.
2: Join us while we transform our pain into power, encompassing all emotions ugly and beautiful. Darling Shine is your chosen family and your survival kit for the unexpected shit life throws at you. Hello, sis. (laughs) How are you? I'm good, I'm good, losing my voice a little, but I'm trying to push oh my on God through.
1: Wednesday's show, you said it was one of the best ones ever, and I was so rattled and jealous, like what why, what happened, and I, I needed to be there.
2: Oh, there's not really any reasons why. I think it was just a really fun one. I really liked all the music and stuff like that. I mean, I feel like our listeners are so fucking over us saying Wednesday. How was it? Tell me about it. I'm like, same shit as last Wednesday. I feel like we never
1: get to talk about our clubbing situations. And we're just like, (laughs) just like, yeah, Fish's show was epic. See ya. But yeah, like, was it's it good because orange. Liv and Lockie were there? Your sister's in town. Was that why? Or or was it the act, like, did he play sun, that Sunshine song again?
2: Yeah, he always plays that now. It's a really good one. I bloody love it. And yeah, I think because my sister's been in town, it's her first time in Ibiza. So it was nice to be able to show her around and... I mean, we had a busy weekend last weekend. We're in like London and Barcelona, and where else were we? Oh, and in Mykonos. So we only just sort of got back in on the Wednesday, and pretty much Paul played that night. So I mean, it was just really fun. I was, I mean, we we're all pretty wrecked. So we we're all, like, I guess we we're all just there and just danced and went home as soon as he finished and went to bed. And then we went to Destino and watched Clooney play uh, yesterday. And did you? Our- Now Paul's got to play another show for BBC One Radio. Um, It's only a 30-minute set, so I'm actually really, really excited about that because it will be interesting. I think he's got like 17 or 18 songs in 30 minutes, so that'll be really, it's going to be on the radio and stuff. Really? Um, And so, sorry, where is he doing that at? It's at another club somewhere on the island. I'm not sure. I haven't actually been there, but I'm definitely going to just drive today. I'm ready for like a bit of a detox. I'm just ex- I'm literally I was just saying to you yesterday I was like I feel like I have a bit of fatigue going on because my bo- I just I know we speak about sleeping all the time but I'm like so exhausted I, I really am exhausted and I, I go to bed and I wake up and I'm tired and the other night when we're in Mykonos because I didn't go to the show in Mykonos because it was like on Tuesday night and then Paul played on the Wednesday I was like I just can't do both and um literally in the middle of the night when Paul came home from the show, I was Googling why does my body ache when I sleep? Because my, oh my neck God. aches, my knees, like you know when you have COVID, yeah. how your body was just getting like body aches and it was like chronic fatigue was like top of the list. I think it just it always sort of happens when we've just been on the road heaps and my body's just like slow down. But I'm that's I was just saying to Carly, our producer before you helped ornell like I'm so excited this that I get to get on like 30 hours of travel to go home to Oz to just completely switch off and not talk to anyone and yeah. But do you know it's actually a thing when you're up in the sky, maybe not for you, but like (laughs) a lot of people get super motivated when they're up at that altitude. For me, for some reason, I literally, I have so many ideas that come to my head when I'm like on planes and I I don't know, I just... That's like
1: me in the middle of the night at 2am and you guys like, how do you sleep? And I'm like, oh, I just didn't sleep because my brain was just like wanting to do shit. But on a plane, people are like, what movies did you and Minnie watch? And I'm like, it's like impossible to do anything with her. (laughs) As if when she's sleeping, I'm not about to try and put a movie on either. Is that funny, the questions that people ask you about when you travel with them? Did you watch so, Did you watch that new movie? I'm like,
2: I wish no. I watched it. <laughs> I, I don't watch movies on planes either. I think it's either work or sleep. That's it, one of the two.
1: I hope you, um, I feel like we don't have any work
2: to do, so just go to Fleet for 30 hours, sis. <laughs> so your shit and shine. My shine of the week? is definitely having my sister here. So like like I said before, we we did a bit of a trip last weekend and she's never been diabetes and I haven't actually seen her for seven months. So it was super it's been super lovely to have her here. And um, it's actually funny, every time I introduce her to someone, they're like oh no I met her in Vegas or I met her here I'm like no, no no different sister different sister and we were at when we marked Barcelona someone had like one of the signs up on their phone saying I love you Sophia and Chloe and she's like not Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Livy. but no we've had the best yeah. time and they go to Paris on the weekend before they head back to Oz but and then this is my shit of the week and I've been trying to think of one. I actually had two, but I thought this one was quite funny because it's super relevant to this week's episode. My frizzy hair is oh. such an issue right now. I can't even explain to you. Every time I get a photo, I have like a three centimetre layer of static. <laughs> it looks like i I don't know what's going on at the moment, but my hair is growing so rapidly, which is... Amazing, but it's also all my new hair is completely wiry, frizzy, and no matter what I do, like even my friend the other day, were like, I'm out trying to slick, not even no, nah. literally, gel is not helping. The slick stick, no, it's not helping, nothing is helping at all. I've, I've, I've been caking it with gel, I've been caking it with hairspray, and it's sweet. And as soon as I walk out into the humidity, it just goes ping, 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 ping. And Paul got this photo of me and Mykonos the other day and I was like, are you kidding? The static layer of hair. You just look like you've got an afro, but your hair's slicked back. And I'm like, I know, I'm getting it sorted. I'm getting my hair um, straightened again, but it doesn't really help because my hair, like I said, has been growing really fast. It's it's all the new hair that's the issue. Stop taking growing
1: supplements, sis, because we need to stop that.
2: Oh, I'm, it's crazy. So that's my shit of the week. It's pretty. It's that's a bit of funny, funny shit, but it's doing my head in. Literally, <laughs> I'm going to show you the photo. Okay, we're going to post this photo. I don't think I can even post this because I'm like, how do you <laughs> sort this shit out? Oh, anyway, what's your shit? Tonight?
1: My shine would be. Um, I um, have been getting back into my Murph bike, my electric bike, which is just so fun and just. It's it's just a really cool family activity because it's just like Rami can get involved and I've got the baby seat on it for Minnie to get involved. I hadn't taken it on the beach before. This is an, an electric bike, if I didn't already specify. So this thing goes straight down on the beach and my dog loves running on the beach. So I chuck Minnie on it and we just fang along the beach and like all three of us are like going fanging along the beach together and it's so cute. The other night, my friend Tiana and I, Rode mini on it because you can put three, three of us can go on this thing. It's like amazing. It's seriously like a motorbike. And we rode like all the way to dinner and back and it was really funny on, well, it was just so fun. And like on the way back, it was getting hell dark and then it started raining. We had bloody mini in tow and rummy and it was just a lot. It was really fun. So I'm I'm loving being back home and like in a bit of routine and, but I'm also frothing to get back over to Europe. (laughs) And I think, I feel like I've just like caught the fever that Chloe and Fish have where you're like, you get itchy feet and potentially my shit is that I have a lisp. It's because I got um, teeth aligner thingos on my teeth and then I got the, um, then wire things put in the back of my, like, you know, behind like the wire to keep my teeth straight now because I don't have to wear the, the aligners anymore I think
2: I've got a very
1: big tongue. Like, look at it. That's not normal. It's big. And, like, I'm trying so hard not to have a lisp right now.
2: It's when Elodie actually gets drunk as well at the club. She's, she speaks like Chris Lilly from Summer Heights High as well, so that's going to be extra accentuated. <laughs> Shut up, Jonah Takalua. <laughs> no, honestly,
1: when I'm in the car alone lately because I've been working on my lisp, I've been, because I remember I used to have a really bad lisp and I was like two and three and that. And my mum chucked me in speech pathology. You have to put a T in front of your S's and practice this thing called tss, tss, tss when you want to get rid of your lisp. And it's like clung to me since I was like three or some shit. And in the car lately with these fat plates at the back of my teeth on the top and bottom, I've been going tss, tss and then I turn around and like Rummy and Minnie are just looking at me like, what is doing with mum? So I was doing that before our episode as well tonight because I was so worried about my list. Like I haven't been wanting to record because like I can't deal with
2: the, the list. I wouldn't have even noticed it to be honest with you unless you pointed it out to me. Okay, so today's episode we're um, going to be talking about our beauty regimes, our makeup products, I get asked this quite a lot. I don't know if you get asked this quite a lot about what products you use. And I feel like for me, it definitely chops and changes. But I guess the two of us are going to, we've got very different skincare regimes. I I, I would imagine.
1: <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm with you, I just take on your skincare regime. And then when I'm at home, I don't know what the fuck happens. That's probably why not many people ask me about my skincare <laughs> routine but they just ask other questions instead. Like, I reckon I got 70 million people saying today, where's your rug from? Like, I don't really get the where's your, why does your skin look amazing? <laughs> I
2: feel like you get that. Well, my skin definitely hasn't been amazing at the moment, but I, I don't know. I, keep, I think I always just keep them putting it down to hormones, but maybe, I don't know. I reckon that's why, but I, I've always been a pretty strict person person when it comes to my skincare. Like I would never go to bed without washing my face ever. That's like, oh, would never happen. I think since Bali at the beginning of the year, I had this like weird breakout of perioral dermatitis, like around my nose area and like my chin area, which was really, really shit. It kind of like, I thought that they were just heaps of like little pimples, but it, I guess it. I ended up seeing a facialist woman. She's like, no, no, no that's definitely dermatitis. You need to kind of I sort of switched up all my skincare sort of from then because I guess when you've got this dermatitis, you kind of have to like strip back and not use pretty much anything. Try and just like wash your face with water and use this product by Aveen. I think I've posted it on my Instagram, definitely have before, and I swear by it. It's like the only thing that I, and I think it's called Cysulfate. Cysulfate plus um, by Aveen. They also have like a spray like a water spray, which I'm actually, that I think that that's my favourite product at the moment. It's so weird because I was always thinking it's literally just water, but then I've been reading up about it and it's actually really good to get out the shower and spray like a layer of that on before you put any makeup and stuff like that. And it comes like, it kind of adds a protective layer to your skin. And especially when I'm travelling, it's at all times in my pocket. I'm obsessed. It comes in like a little travel size one.
1: Anything that sprays, I'm like, I just, I feel so fresh. And I always have a spray, I have like seven sprays in my glove box in my car. And then in my backpack when I'm traveling, I have so many sprays just to spray my face. I'm like, I basically feel like I'm having a shower. I mean, that's gross. (laughs) But like you just feel fresher when you're on a fucking 30 hour flight. You're like, here's my bird bath. I'm going to spray myself.
2: But I also find, and do you find, when you when you whenever you do long haul flights, your skin breaks out? I feel like every oh, single time yeah. I get on a plane, I just break out.
1: I'm not sure if I'm ever not breaking out or got rank-ass skin.
2: <laughs> well, I, I mean, I think it's just been like the older we've gotten, the weirder our skin's just gotten. I guess it's called aging.
1: <laughs> I, I re- when I was breastfeeding is the best my skin's ever been. And I have photos of me with no makeup on, no Paris filter, fucking stunning skin, a few nice, nice, fine lines, but like skin glowing. and I'm like, "Why? why? why, why, why? Why did that only last for fucking not long enough? <laughs>
2: After I had that um that like perioral outbreak and it wasn't like going away straight away. I end up going on antibiotics and I feel like my skin was glowing after that. Although I know it's not like ideal to take antibiotics, but it cleared it up within like three days and it was amazing. But some people hate antibiotics, but that was the only thing that really cleared my skin up completely. I've just started using this new brand of skincare called The Secret. It's like an Australian brand and it's, it's actually prescription based products so it comes from you you do this crazy quiz online and you fill out all your concerns and then they, it comes in these little jars and you put it in like they're reusable containers so when you finish it you could you pop the thing out and then they send another one you refill it but i found that that's actually been working really well for me lately there's like a night cream a day cream but I think that my issue is my skin's turned sensitive. Like when I was younger, I never had sensitive skin, but now I have to be so careful with what products I'm using because it's either like clogging my pores or I'm breaking out. And I, I think that you obviously age over time. But, yeah, I think I've turned into a sensitive skin kind of gal.
1: I think I am exactly the same and I definitely have sensitive skin. When I start using sensitive skin stuff, it works so much better.
2: Part of that, the secret regime, they've got like this tub that's called the treatment and apparently I was talking to the woman who owns it and she, I I haven't had the perioral dermatitis since Bali and since I had that course of antibiotics, but she's like if that ever comes up, just spot treat with this treatment product and it will go away. So you should maybe try it. Yeah, I should. And in the shower, random, and because my skin's quite oily, I've always seen like oil cleansers and I, I've always thought, I don't understand it. Why would you rub oil on your face? I feel like it makes it more oily. But when I had that issue and I went and had a facial and she told me about it, she said, no, 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 you have to use oil yeah. an oil cleanser. And I used this one called, from the brand Medicaid, basically put it on on dry skin it takes off like sunscreen, makeup, all that, and then you like add water to your fingers and it kinda like turns into a milk and I'm blown away by oil cleansers. Now I'm obsessed. So I only use oil cleansers in the shower.
1: But it makes a lot of sense because if you're not using oil cleansers and your body's craving yeah. oil, you're gonna produce oil. So yeah. if you're using an oil cleanser, your body your face isn't gonna try and produce. So that makes you obviously makes sense. Yeah.
2: Love. Wow, that's but what cool. about you what are your fave products? Daily. So I feel like when
1: I have shit skin, which is like a lot of the time I've always got this perioral dermatitis and I'm always got little bits and bobs going on, which is probably why no one's asked me for my skincare routine. And the other day I had – um my friend come over and she was doing my makeup for this shoot. And she's like, oh, do you have anything on your face? And I was like, no, I don't. But let's just like, I'll just quickly take off any even moisturizer that I have. And I grabbed like one of Minnie's baby wipes that was sitting on the table. And I only, she only uses literally water wipes. I make sure there's nothing else in those fucking things. And I'm like quickly scrubbing this thing on my face. And she's just like, Nap, nap. No. Get a cleanser, get a cleanser, and I'm like, oh, is this not fine? It's just water, like. And she's like, nap. So, I and I was like, hold on, no, I I do have a really good cleanser upstairs, but like you know, sometimes, like you said before, like I would never go to sleep with anything on my face. Like it has to come off. I'm I'm sometimes just like scrubbing my face with
2: these water wipes because I'm like, it's just water, no. you know that could actually be why your dermatitis is so bad, you know?
1: Yeah. And I was like, okay, maybe I should not do that anymore. No. Um, But anyway, I do have a really good cleanser, which I think is really good, but obviously my skin sucks. So I'd I'd love some feedback, some honest feedback from the listeners, please. I've been using a Tatcha cleanser, which is from Mecca. I'm really liking it. It's an oil-based one and it kind of like seems to melt away, like Mm -hmm. what's on your skin and then I... I have these Mamo black, like, you know, not like a microfiber fucking cloth, but like one of those really, really soft cloths. And I just, like, I have them in my shower and I wash them in, you know, with my clothes in the washing machine every like second day. So they're always really clean. And I'm finding that helps really clean my skin real good. And then about once every like four days, I put on in the shower a DMK peel, which I have... And it, it like still stings when I put it on and I leave it on for five minutes and I shave or do whatever while I'm in the shower. And that that I'm loving because I come out and I'm like, wow, I feel like I've peeled like or like I just feel like I've got fresh skin after What I've been using actually, and this is very recent, so I almost don't even want to say it, but I'm pretty sure no one's going to really follow what my regime is anyway. So I'm just going to skip through very quickly. Mm -hmm. But what I've been using lately is another mecca thing. It's called the Face Gym. Have you heard of it, Chloe? Mm -mm. I I always get sent these mecca boxes. And so it's called the Face Gym and it's like a moisturizer and it says you, you should massage it in and it like, it has some wild ingredients in it, but like as in natural from the earth kind of stuff. Like, It didn't say grass, but it said like other shit that like sounded grassy. I think it's going to be good for me. Report back. Anyway, I'm loving the way the tub feels, and that's, that's <laughs> that. That roped me in, and then the product feels very thick, and I'm loving it. It's a moisturizer, by the way, so I'm loving that. And then I use the Avene Sisophilic shit, whatever the fuck it's called, yeah. that Chloe you were talking about before, and I put that all over my dermatitis, and i Do put Do you think it- that helps you? I mean. And everything helps to a certain degree, and then my yeah. dermatitis just stays at bay. Nothing helps, and I've, I've grown up having severe cases of acne where I've taken Roaccutin twice, like two courses, which meant I was on it for basically three years straight. And I've taken heaps of antibiotics, which is the one you would have had, Clo the Dexo something. or something, Doxycycline. Yeah. yeah, and I've had yeah. a million of them in my life too. And I just feel like I'm immune to all that shit now. So every time I go to take that, it, it like, doesn't work because I've had that through my upbringing a thousand times.
2: Mm.
1: I don't know what my next step is my, with my dermatitis, but it, it's just going to be there forever, I think, and I've accepted I it. I need
2: to get you onto this shit that I've been I know. Using.
1: Maybe the secret shit can help me, so we'll see. And then I use Esme my serums, like my hyaluronics and stuff, but I try not to put that on any affected areas. Esme, it's called. I always say Esme, but it's Esme apparently. and yeah, the um, blue one.
2: They just brought out a new pink one and it's like an anti-aging version of the Hyaluronic and I've been using that blue one for like three years, but the pink yeah. one's also bloody good. My skin drinks that, especially if I have be been in the sun, when I get out the shower, yeah. I'll put that on under like any moisturizers and it's so, so good.
1: Me too. It just like instantly hydrates it. So I've been using both the pink and the blue and I don't have a system with it. I'm just like, oh, my skin looks dehydrated. I'm going to put this on kind of thing. So I reckon I gen- I honestly end up putting it on like three times a day and that skin milk, This the milk, mm-hmm. it's M-Y-L-L-K or something from Esme too and yeah. I put that on the affected areas too and I, I'm really finding that that helps too. Oh, yeah. And I've been using the Omnilux every night since I've been home. Yeah. That's the mask that Chloe got me onto that you like strap onto your face and you use it for 10 minutes a day and it's epic. And I feel like that's really helped my skin.
2: I feel like if I don't use it some days, I actually notice the following day that my skin isn't as like glowy, you know? It
1: helps the products sink into your skin. So... Sometimes they say to put like a vitamin C serum thing on underneath the mask so it helps penetrate more. but Chloe told me not to use any serums under it. Well
2: it says it on the box to not use any serums because it's such a fine plastic layer on the back like but you do Because you know don't. when
1: you go into like skin places and they put on they do your facial and they put all the serums and shit on and then they put you under the light. So there's a lot yeah. of serums that are really good to put under it.
2: But it's well. not touching your face, those things that they're putting
1: on. Yeah, they're they're t- this one touches, yeah. yeah. So, so I've been putting my serums on after it now because of what yeah. you told me. And I find I wake up and I'm I'm super hydrated. It's like the serums mm. sink in better with the LED after the LED. I do love it. So that's epic. As for my body though, I think this is common knowledge for a few people. I use um, olive oil all over my body. I put it on my legs and my arms and my stomach and everywhere. It comes from my grandpa who's Greek and it's kind of a Greek thing and my mum's done it and she's got epic, soft, amazing skin. I wouldn't say I have epic, soft, amazing skin at all, but it's just a thing we've done in our family. Like Everyone travels around with a little olive oil thing if they're traveling or everyone just has a big olive oil in their You know, I'm in the kitchen, I see my olive oil, I'm like, oh, my legs are dry. I'm going to pour some olive oil onto my hand and put it on my legs like that's normal. My friends see me do it and they're like, that's fucking normal. Say I'm at the buffet at breakfast, like they had all these little olive oils. So I stole about like 10 of them from the buffet. They had like all these little bottles. They're perfect travel size olive oils because that's my moisturizer. That's all I use on my body like ever Chump and me used to just like have wars because he was obsessed with Nivea. His family, they love Nivea, moisturiser on their body. And I'm just like, you will fucking use this olive oil. He was like, you will use this Nivea. But anyway, my skin drinks the olive oil and it feels so good.
2: Yeah. And then are we getting into beauty? What are you doing with your makeup these days? Okay,
1: dolls. So makeup's simple for me. I use a BB cream called Ellis BB Cream is the brand. My friend Ellie got me onto it. And um, I thank her forever because it's just really good and it protects you
2: from the sun too. And I've just always used that. Forgot to mention the sunscreen part of my, my skincare routine. Definitely yeah. sunscreen every single day. I'm really old school and I feel like the best. I, I've tried so many SPFs for my face and I hate when they leave an oil. like I hate the oily feeling of sunscreens that look like sunscreens. Same. But the best SPF, moisturiser, tinted thing that I reckon I've, ever used is the Natio one. So random, but I feel like I used it in high school and I just went back to it recently and it's the best. Yeah. The Natio SPF tinted moisturiser. It's in like a little white tube. So good. Good to know. Sorry. On to your BB, your BB.
1: Yeah. So, and then I've been using the Charlotte Tilbury, I think it's called the Hollywood filter kind of foundation thing. Mm-hmm. Most days I'm wearing makeup and I used to never, mm. but I think I'm really not loving my skin or I'm feeling a hundred lately. So I've been putting makeup on like literally every day, which is weird. And I've only just discovered concealer. I've been putting it all over my dermatitis, which I don't know if it's good or not for my dermatitis, but I've never, I hadn't genuinely never owned a concealer in my life until recently. And I've been putting under my eyes and around my nose and I'm like addicted to it. It's like become a (laughs) bit of a thing. So I've been putting that shit on every day, which I would up until recently never have used because I just, and this had been a cycle for me. I hate the feeling of having stuff on my face. So I think that's when I got into Minnie's baby wipes because I'd just be hanging around the house and I'm like, oh, there's some baby wipes and I scrub everything off. And then I'm like, oh, I look disgusting. And then I start putting it back on. So it's become like this thing and I literally put my makeup on like three times a day now. I take it off and put it on three times a day because I feel yucky when I have it on because I don't, I'm not used to wearing makeup. So I take it off and then I feel gross when it's off. So I put it on. It's fucked up. I'm hating it. Well, wow. you know, it's this fucked cycle. And then, do you know what's a really good other product that I use if, say, I can't be fucked to put the BB cream on or if it's not, like, I don't put the BB cream on if it's, you know, cloudy and not sunny, even though I know you're supposed to put sunscreen on every single day. But if I just want to look a bit something without putting like anything thick on, I put just the um, Home Beauty Primer on and I just, it's like literally a primer, but it's a tinted primer. And I think you know the one, Chloe, and it just gives you like a bit of a glow. And I'd say that's probably the only product that I feel like I don't want to take off when it's on because it just kind of goes on. It doesn't make me feel... Like cloggy,
2: it's super light on the skin. I use that under my foundation. It's very light.
1: And then my favorite thing I'd say is the the brush that the home beauty stuff comes with. Those brushes, and I use that with like even the BB cream and the Charlotte Tilbury thing. I just paint and brush my things in with that brush because they're so good. It's not home. It's H O M E. It's home with an L H O L M E Beauty. She's amazing. She sends me heaps of the brushes in the packs when she sends me the shit. They're amazing. They feel so good. anyway. I have them everywhere around my house, but I've been bringing them into the shower with me, like fucking washing them out a lot because I'm, I'm like, is it the brushes that are making my skin like the dermatitis, you know? And it's, it's clearly not because I've been washing them and drying them out in the sun and all that, whatever they say to do. The next step would probably be, and I always forget about mascara. Like I don't even know what brands I have of that. I just have whatever I have. Mascara, I feel like whatever. I just go, brrr, I don't do anything really with my eyelashes. But Slick Stick comes with me everywhere. I brush my eyebrows up every single day or probably a hundred times a day with a slick stick. And then if I need to brush down my hair, I do that. But a sli- you will find a slick stick in every metre of vicinity in my house and in my car and in my bags. Like I will not ever be an arm's reach away from a slick stick. They're fucking everywhere. And um, the last thing I remembered is that gu- Gua Shua, Gua Shua. Gua Shua. Gua Shua, is that it? Yeah. Whatever that thing is a you massage into your yeah. face, I've probably done it like twice in my life, but it's something I want to implement. So maybe if I say it here, it'll happen more. So I'm just putting it out there. You can check in in like three years' time when we do another episode on this and see if I've been doing it. <laughs>
2: What about you, tos With my makeup regime, I am very much a less is more kind of girl. Like, And most of the time when I'm getting ready to go out, I've got like 15 minutes to get ready. So I can pretty much be true showered, cleansed, moisturized out the door in probably 20 minutes max. I've, I've again, chopped and changed over the maybe the last year or two with what makeup, Brands and, and products that I usually use, but it's always usually exactly what Elle said. I've used that home beauty primer, and then foundation-wise, there's like three different ones that I've used. There's a brand called Ill Maquillage, and I got flogged with ads, <laughs> ads as sc- Ellety would call them scams um, on Facebook so many times. And I thought, you know what? I'm gonna just try this, and you do like a quiz online, and it picks from all these different colors, and the foundation's actually pretty good. Same with the concealer. I've used their Il Maquillage one as well. And you do, again, you don't even test it on your skin. It's not even a shop. It's just straight online and you kind of do the quiz. The other one that I've sort of been using recently is when Elodie and I did that um, Mother's Day campaign for Seed, the brand of foundation that the woman used on me was this Giorgio Armani, I think it's called like Luminous Silk. And I was like, I absolutely need that because it's, again, it's like super lightweight got a bit of pump at the top and then I like paint it on with a brush as well but I'm all about for foundation I never really like thick full coverage ones I'll only always use just a really thin one and if I have to layer it two or three layers to kind of build the color up a little bit I'll do that but I would never use anything thick because again I hate that feeling of like thick shit on my skin just recently when I was in Amsterdam I think I left my foundation at home or something and I ended up buying a Charlotte Tilbury one and I'm also obsessed with that now. So I'm kind of just rotate the foundations at the moment. (laughs) It's actually funny, Elodie and I filmed us doing our makeup the other day and I watched um, one of our girlfriends use this like really dark stick to contour her face. So I've been randomly doing this like contouring under my cheekbones, which I don't think it does anything, but Looks Okay. It kind of defines the jawline a little. You got me onto that and I'm loving it. Yes. I've been using that. And then bronzer. I like that Hoola brand. It's in like a little, I think it's by Benefit. It's in like a little maroon square box. Love that. I love a Max Studio Fix powder. I don't actually do this all the time. These are just products that I really do. Like I love, I've kind of just got them all through my beauty kit. But generally, if it's just a quick makeup, it's foundation, mascara, bronzer, that's it. Eyebrows, I use the Benefit. I think it's, what's it called? I actually had to bring in here because I was needed to read it out. It's called Gimme Brow Plus Volumizing Pencils. So I use that on my brows. Um, and I have, there's an Era Perez brand that has just like a clear brow gel. And I'll just kind of use that on my brows. I've been enjoying doing a bit of a wing lately if I'm going out with liquid eyeliner they are difficult actually a girlfriend of mine sent me a TikTok tutorial and I don't even have TikTok but I watched this tutorial how to do a wing I'll share it on our stories because it actually really weirdly works so long story short you kind of you look down and you actually follow your bottom eyelid line and you kind of flick that up in the same direction as your bottom eyeline, and then you go from the top of your your eyelid you go out and you meet where that line is that you just did from the bottom and you fill it in and it's somehow just works magic so I've been liking a little wing and then the two brands that I use for foundation and the liquid eyeliner the best liquid eyeliner I've ever used is by Maybelline it's just from the supermarket and the mascara is I think it's called Lash Lift by Maybelline as well. It's like got like a silver tube with the purple and both mm. epic. and yeah. Sometimes a little bit of eyeshadow if I'm feeling fancy, bit of bit of brown glitter on my eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think the Charlotte Tilbury lip liner. I think it's called Pillow Talk and lipstick Pillow Talk. They're my two favourite colours. Just bought another colour recently from there, but there I feel like you can't go wrong with Charlotte Tilbury's lip liners and lipsticks they're my faves but yeah I'm I'm pretty quick fix girl so I think that home beauty brand has like a illuminating shiny thing oh they do I like that what is that it's like a glowy thing it's like an illuminator actually let me see I did bring my makeup bag in here while I was doing this episode so I can it's called yeah home beauty highlighter in flame color it's really good it's kind of like a put on your cheekbones and a bit on the tip of my nose and the the bow on my lips and then I'm good to go, walk out the door, 15 minutes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and the other thing I forgot to say was blush. I've been getting into blush as well and Home Beauty are doing this nice blush, like a highlighting blush Mm. and she's got like five or six different shades of blush and different pinks and browns and da-da-da. And yeah, I actually use one today as lip gloss and that was quite nice, one of her <laughs> blushes.
2: I, um, I've i always been, I feel like growing up being such a matte girl, I've always loved the matte finish so I'd always use powders and stuff but recently I've, I'm kind of more of a dewy look, dewy girl.
1: All about looking moist, pardon the rank word.
2: Never understood the, the I'm not even going to say that word, I hate that <laughs> word. That's so crook. Um I've that dewy look. I've never really been that gal, but now I use my girlfriend's um like not pressed powder. What do you call it when it's a like
1: like a cream. A cream cream yes. blush.
2: A cream blush. Great. Yeah. It's really lovely. So I and mean then that good. the brand of that that little bronzing contour stick thing that I bought the other day and it comes in, it's like a tiny little wind up lipstick looking thing. And I think it's the brand is called Milk. It's a vibe.
1: Yeah. It's kind of like it comes around like fashion. Like I wonder when we'll go back to the dry, powdery look and then, you know, come back into the dewy. Like I I actually was thinking the other day, will we ever, 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 ever go back into the thin eyebrows because I cannot imagine anyone fucking doing that. No.
2: So hectic, Kate.
1: I don't think we'll do that because everyone will be so scared to pluck them because they'll know that we're going thick again soon.
2: Yeah, you know? I, I don't think I ever did the, I didn't ever do the, the thin. We were borderline, like we were a bit too
1: young for that, Chloe, wow. but it was just before our time that everyone had thin as fuck eyebrows and we were just too That's young. so
2: crazy. I know I've seen photos of people like that and I'm like, Thank Whoa. God. Yeah, it's fucking rough. Like
1: some people just had that like basically like no eyebrows left because they'd plucked them all and then they just had that Tiny fine line tattoo <laughs> of eye li- of um yeah eyebrow, is it just like the times and that will happen again because it's like it's like, will small li- small lips ever be back in fashion because now it's a rage to have big lips, you know what I mean? Yeah. as if that will ever happen, that everyone gets their lips deflated and goes back to having oh, no lips
2: God. I literally have no lips.
1: Not that I've ever put anything in my lips, but everyone like everyone wants big lips you know in the last 10 years you
2: have got nice luscious big lips i've actually had i've actually had injectables in my lips before barely any but my lips i'm pretty sure before that were inverted i had like literally, literally sweet. no 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 lips like there's definitely i had an inexistent top lip for sure like paul's got no lips either so our kid one day is going to have no lips either you, your lips are sweet. I actually oh, well, I don't. You would definitely would never know because I'm so paranoid about it. Every time, whenever I've got, I think I've had it done twice years ago. Whenever I've got it, I've been like, "Don't put too much in. Don't put too much in. Just a less than half a meal. And they're like, "Going, are you sure?" I'm like, "Yeah, just like enough to give me something." It's
1: really lasted though because I've I've not had it, but I thought it it wore away. I don't know. I have a few more things to say. Okay. I have some really random rituals that like happen every now and again and I love a natural remedy as you guys know. So I'm not, I'm not saying these work but this is one that happens specifically like maybe like once a month. For example, when I came off the plane um, just recently from Ibiza and I got home, my friend picked me up from the airport, Geordie, we came home, mum was here and I'm just feeling rank and I'm like I need a good like scrub I feel like people who know will know this is a thing. But if you want to clean your teeth like so fucking well, I don't know if it's good for the inside of your mouth, but you use baking soda. So you get a toothbrush and you literally pour baking soda on it and you wet it and you just scrub the inside of your mouth. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. See, I'm not a doctor, obviously, or a dentist. But it like – because baking soda erodes things, so it cleans things. Like if you put baking soda in a glass and you want to clean, say, a mug, you know, from the tea stains, Coke strips, paints off walls. Baking soda fizzes like a chemical and it erodes shit because it like fucking fizzes. So it like – you dead set feel it in your mouth and I'm scrubbing with a toothbrush. And then after you've cleaned your teeth with baking soda – you like you run your tongue along your teeth and it's just like so good. It's so like clean. There's not one little rank furry bit like it's the best. So about once a month I give my teeth a really good baking soda clean. That's maybe one thing I get is how your teeth are white and maybe it's the baking soda. Or maybe it's because I floss, I floss like a lot because I'm a very paranoid about shit in my teeth. I'm a teeth person. So do, have you ever heard or done the baking soda thing, Chloe?
2: No, I haven't. I can't say I have. No. Okay, cool. You I should. just brush my teeth with Sensodyne, and that's about it. Sensodyne's good.
1: Chump loves Sensodyne. I don't know
2: if I do the baking soda thing though.
1: Yeah, well. It's good to know. One time if your teeth get furry enough, you should try that because I feel like I used to always brush my teeth on the plane, but, you know, with mini, impossible. So I'm like, after 30 hours, I'm like, ugh. And then the other thing that is a bit weird that I used to do religiously is I juice parsley through the juicer because I have a cold-pressed juicer, and I put that on my face and I'd sleep with that on, like a parsley juice straight on my face. I'd, I'd just go like mildly green and chump would just be like, why the fuck are you green with like speckles of parsley all over your face? I just read somewhere that parsley was amazing for your skin if you eat it. But I decided that I would go, not only would I eat a bunch of it a day, which I used to do all the time, which maybe I I should get back into, I thought I'd just go a step further than that and apply it topically to my face. So that's the thing that I used to do all the time, (laughs) but I haven't done that in ages. So maybe I need to get back into the parsley juice face um, mask daily.
2: Wow. I've never heard of that before. I definitely know that you've done that, but I've never heard of the parsley thing. But Another good beauty tip for you. And I have okay. one
1: other really weird thing okay. that happened which which ruined one of our mattresses one time, which sucked because it was really good, one of those expensive temper mattresses. So one time Chump comes back from overseas and we were living in our DY unit and he was like, Why the fuck does our room smell like onion? And I was like, Oh my god, can you smell onion? What really? Where? And it was like on our bed, I can smell onion, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, my God, I tried to get this onion smell out so much. Like I don't know what I was thinking, but I'd read something that this is such a law, you're not even going to believe me, but I cut up white onion, put onion in a, inside a sock, and so I put the sock on the bottom of my feet. And so basically onions strapped onto the bottom of my feet and I sleep like that because I heard that onion draws out toxins from your body. And like, you can Google it and it does say that. But like onion also fucking reeks. So like, I don't, I I can't believe I was thinking that I was going to get like detoxified or some shit by drawing out onion from my feet when I was just going to reek out my entire mattress and bedroom and everything. Like maybe try not drinking for one weekend. Maybe that would help.
2: (sighs) Wow. I did not know any of those three rituals. I've never heard of them before.
1: Very bizarre behavior. Very weird. <laughs> I love a weird ritual. I think I get it from my dad. So I um Where are you reading this shit? Oh, fuck knows. I was like this was like ten years ago kind of me. Like when I was like hell healthy and like organic and like didn't I would never just go to Maccas or like never eat anything that was like had any sugar and I was like a crazy health person and I I made all raw treats with nuts and shit like now I'm like give me the full sugar like I don't want your nut bar you know (laughs) but um I was like a whole different breed of human back then so that's fucking wild that I would strap onion to my feet but I was this week I've been thinking about like shit. And I was like, oh my God, I did that. What the hell? And then I Googled it. Cause I was like, what was I thinking? And I Googled it. And I'm like, oh yeah, it was a full thing that I just, wow. Wow. Wow.
2: Wow. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. That's amazing. So anyways. Ruin the mattress.
1: Yeah. Fuck the $10,000 mattress.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I remove the toxins. Remove the toxins. Remove the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, Yuck. wow. Bit of an information overload. We thought that it wasn't going to go for that long, but it turns out that we've got some pretty solid beauty regimes and makeup products that we like to use. Um, I think we get into Dear Darlings now.
0: Okay, here we go. Dear Darlings. Hi, Elle and Chloe. First, I want to start by saying I am a huge fan of the podcast and you guys, and of course, Minnie. I get so excited when a new podcast comes out, it's the best part of my week. Long story short, I just need maybe some advice or reassurance. I'm on an extended holiday to escape from some toxic and drama-filled work stuff, but also life stuff. I recently had to cut ties with my mum, should have done it sooner. I took stress leave from work and decided I needed a proper break, so I booked this trip but my mental health has been at an all-time low and my friends sat me down to ask if this was the best time to be taking this trip. I'd been having regular therapy and felt like I was healing slowly and I was ready. I wanted to escape reality and them pointing it out was frustrating. The first eight weeks were a dream. I had my best friend join me for two weeks and we had the best time, but when she left, everything became too much. I am constantly anxious, homesick, and just want familiarity. I feel guilty for not living my best life, and I don't want to tell anyone I'm struggling because I don't want to seem like I'm ungrateful for the experience. I should be happy. No one has any idea I'm in such a shit place because I'm constantly posting highlight reels to make it look like I'm coping, but mostly I'm torn between flying home with my tail between my legs and trying to enjoy this trip of a lifetime. Any advice on how to combat these horrible feelings? I don't want to look back in years to come and regret the state of my mental health, but I also have learned that your problems will follow you no matter where in the world you are. Mm. Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, I just think timing is everything. I'm not a guru on this at all, but I think there's just no quick fix. Like, you can't just be like, this holiday, this trip, I'll just get away and I'll do this, like... As you said, you're missing stability and home. People need that like safe place to make those changes and instill those new like routines and everything. The pressure that you put on yourself and the self talk that you've probably put in your head like, I'm going away. I'm going to do this. I'm going to come back better. This trip is going to do X, Y, and Z for me. It's like when you say, I want to exercise heaps this week and I want to eat really healthy this week. I said that to myself this week and all I've done is think about eating healthy and eat so fucking shit because it's like this mental thing, you fight with yourself, the more pressure you put on yourself, maybe you've put so much pressure on this trip for you to come back like some other person and like it's just not feasible Mm -hmm. and you need that grounding and that home essence to maybe, you know, physically make those changes maybe in your day-to-day life. But I can actually definitely relate with the the highlight real thing. Like a lot of the time Instagram is so not real and like we see that everywhere. So you shouldn't feel alone in the Instagram thing. Um, I had a friend say to me, recently like, hey, like, how'd you go overseas? Because I felt like you weren't going that well. And I was like, did you though? Because no one else saw that. I was struggling and I was in fucking paradise with my best friends, Chloe and Fisher. And I was in the best place. Like I should have been having the best time and I was having the best time. But in my own head, I was struggling so much mentally with like just stuff and I couldn't even comprehend like why I was so sad and I would find myself just crying all the time for no reason. I was so angry at myself because I was like, I don't want to be shit right now. You're allowed to come home. I don't feel like a place is meant to make you feel a certain way as much as other people will pretend that 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 is what happens. Don't be fooled by people's highlight reels.
2: Mm. Two things for me is I don't know where you are in the world but maybe you can kind of have a bit of a reset and me time and sort of the journaling situation, sort of get it all out, go see someone wherever you are. There's Surely there's somewhere where you can go and have some sort of a session or... Because I've always found peace in that, like self-care sort of situation. And then the second thing is, like Elle said, if you're just not feeling it, you can—you actually can just go home. Like you shouldn't be ashamed of that. I, I'm one for following your gut and your your own your own instinct because you only you know yourself and you know what you're going through. And if you're just not happy, then why stay there? Like you exactly what Ellie said in another episode. You're not a tree; you can move. So you can go home and don't be ashamed of that because you know it's only everyone else's opinions, but. If you're not feeling that holiday, and if you're not feeling like right now is the right time to be wherever you are, go home, regroup, keep up with your therapy. You know, you can do a bit of a reevaluation with you know your life or your career or where you're living, and then reset and then go on a trip again when when you've kind of had a bit of a reset mentally. Because there's no point of pushing yourself through a trip where you actually could be causing more damage on your mental health. I think exactly. A hundred percent. That's just my two cents. But I want to give you a hug. That sounds really, yeah, me I, feel, too. I feel for you because that's awful, especially when you're alone. I don't. I haven't done much traveling solo, so I wouldn't really know what it's like traveling by myself, but I can imagine at times it would for sure be lonely and you would feel, especially with you saying that you've become out of touch with your mom and it would be hard, but I don't know, maybe you can try and find some new friends or wherever you are, try and get out there and meet some people and talk about your experience because I think especially with what we do on Darling Shine, speaking up and speaking out is definitely what helps me the most anyway. And you um, said and something like go, but you go home heard. with
1: your tail in between your legs and that would be, you know, embarrassing or something. It's like, no, you're thinking too much into this. Go home mm-hmm. with a bit of a plan. I need to go home and be grounded. It just didn't feel right to be away from home for me to make these changes that I want to make and just go home confidently doing that. You don't have to actually fucking explain to anyone why you don't feel mm-hmm. like you need to be away. No one's really caring as much as you're caring about it. Yeah. Obviously, this is fully anonymous, Um, but whoever you are, you are, we would love to hear how you go. And we're really with you on this journey and we hope you're okay. And yeah, we're thinking of you. And I feel like this is actually a really common one. People just go, I need to get away. I'm going to do this. And it's like, it just doesn't always go to plan. I feel like that's so fucking common. So um, mm-hmm. I really want to hear how this goes for you. And we're sending you heaps of, good vibes.
2: Yeah. So if you're listening out there and you have a question for us, you can email us at hello at darlingshine.com and we will try to get to it and read it out in our episode. Yay.